listening to the Joe Mays and J Rock Show, bringing you the latest news and commentary on baseball. The 0-2 pitch, swing and a miss, struck him out. The Philadelphia Phillies are 2008 World Champions of Baseball. Hockey. Football. The Big Ten it, Championship lies on a measurement. Did he get it? No! He didn't get it! Penn State holds! They brought back the fun, they brought back the excitement, and now they brought back a Big Ten Championship. The Penn State Nittany Lions are Big Ten Champions. And the NFL. 116 to go, 41 yards. Cardona. Skowski, six titles, nine appearances. How about the drive to go close it out? You see Tom Brady. Enjoy him, folks. You're never ever gonna see it again. Not in our lifetime. Nope. So here's Zerline, part one, 48 yards. And we'll end it. No good. The rain continues. Yes, it does. They've got to snap it. One more time, the ball will end up in the hands of Tom Brady on the kneel down. And there it is. The dynasty continues. Now, here are your hosts, Joe Mays and Justin Rappel. Well, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome back to the Joe Mays and J-Raff Show. I'm one of your hosts, Joe Mays, and next to me, my co-host, Justin Raffoff. Yeah, it's uh, good to be here. A little different time. You know, we keep switching things up a little bit, but yeah. kind of working around all kinds of other stuff, right? I had originally said we wouldn't be here at all this weekend, and you know, busy tomorrow, and then things got moved around in December, that I was like, wow, I don't, like, we haven't done this show that often <laughs> in the last six months, really. I would like to talk a little college football or NFL. And I was like, well, maybe we do Saturday afternoon during the Penn State game, right? What could go wrong there? Yeah. So needed a distraction, so right. glad, glad to sit here. Yeah. Although I don't know how much of a distraction it'll be. But. Yeah. Well, I mean, have it on in the background just right. so that we can keep up to date with what's going on. But, but that's enough about that. <laughs> it's not It's not going well. So, um, you know, hopefully Penn State can do something here in the second half. They were down 14 nothing at halftime. Immediately gave up a touchdown on the Ohio State's first drive. Now it's 21 nothing, But they also gave up an early touchdown in the first half and then they played reasonably well defensively yeah. for the majority honestly, of the rest of the half. And honestly, the offense early on had moved it. They got a few and then, you know, would sputter once they get into territory. And I understand not wanting to go for it. You know, you were, some of them were long, you know, yardage situations. You know, and you don't want to give them the great field position. And honestly, for the most part, it, it paid off to go back and, you know, put it back on your defense and let them kind of try and get you the ball back. But offense was never really able to get it going in the first half, um, down 21. Obviously, if they don't get it going in a hurry here, it's uh, going to be out of reach. It's it, going to get dicey. Yeah, it, it may be out of reach already. Like, um, Yeah, you're playing one of the best defenses right, in the statistically nation. Statistically speaking, one of the best defenses in the nation with – the best defensive player in the nation coming back off of his rest for a couple of weeks. Um, it's also at home. <laughs> like, right. Right. You're, um, you're on the yeah. Penn state is on the road. Oh so gosh. there wasn't a ton of expectations. No. Uh, the spread was anywhere from 17 to 19 points, I right, believe. Right. And the biggest question I heard was just like, can Penn state keep it close? Like basically can they cover or not? And right now they're not right. Right now they're not, but so I'd love to see them climb back in it, you know, keep it competitive, but that's the thing dating back to, uh, when Franklin came here in 2014, every game was close between the two teams. If you count the and 14 Tommy, or 15 Stevens is hurt. Tommy Stevens? Not Tommy Stevens. Well, Sean, Tommy Stevens might be hurt. Oh, Sean Clifford. Sean Clifford hurt. Yeah. Well, Will Levis will have to step up yeah, then. Yeah. Um, it, either the first or second time that Penn State and Ohio State met with James, James Franklin as the Nittany Lions head coach, 
they were, you know, they were still building. Those are those teams went back to back, what, seven and six or seven and five, yeah. six and five. Like they, they, they weren't having great years, but it was coming second, you know, really the fourth coach in three years or whatever, right. if you count interims. And it, there was a transitional period. There was still all the NCAA BS going on. So it was to be expected, but they were still keeping it competitive. Right. And, uh, only one game got out of hand, but that was after Penn State went for it on fourth and goal. Right. At, you know, like midway through, like, or in the beginning of the fourth quarter where, you know, a, right. another score, I think they would have tied or taken the lead. And then things fell apart from there. But every year since, and including the last two years, it's been a very good game, very tight game. Yeah. Whether or not Ohio State wants to admit that we're their crazy, best opponent or not. What's kind of crazy is the last three years, the team that should have won probably didn't. Like, on the blocked extra point. Oh, or right, on the yeah. blocked field. Ohio goal, State, State should have pro- won in 2016. Right. And Penn State probably should have won the, the last, last two, two years. Yeah. But obviously didn't. None of those None three of those. things happened. Right, yes. And that's so. why they play the games. And I wish they weren't playing the game right now. <laughs> but they are. And uh, it's not looking great. But this was to be expected. And we mentioned it last week. Or you brought it up, I think. You know, expectations change at this point of the year, almost weekly. At the beginning right. of the year, everything's macro. But as soon as you play, like, I don't know, two to four games, right. everything's become micro-analyzed. Right. And your expectations change every single week. So we were like, Penn State should be, what, four or five and oh or whatever when they play Michigan. Right. Like, we were, we were like, they should be. And they were. They had a yeah. close call against Pitt, but they pretty much beat up on everyone right. else or eventually beat up on yeah. everyone else. Then for you, the record, a lot of people preseason were still putting Michigan like they thought Michigan was going to be the best team in the Big Ten. Like, yeah, yeah, we could do an entire show dedicated to how people overrank Michigan and Notre Dame, and you know, we saw that years ago. Like when we were in high school and college, it was Auburn was always getting this yeah. like benefit of the doubt, yeah. Yeah. being in the top five, and then they drop off. They'd win like seven games, right? Michigan and Notre Dame, and there's other teams that you can throw in there that has happened to over the course of the last, well, forever, since these right. polls have been happening. But there's always these teams that get the benefit of the down, and everyone just kind of wonders why. And the last two or three years, it's been Michigan. Right. And I I don't know. I mean, now, but now you see Michigan loses two games, one of them to Penn State, that they nearly came back and won, but didn't. And then all of a sudden they start playing better, and now everyone's back like, oh, yeah, they're the team we thought. Well, like, right. what happened in the middle of the year? <laughs> right. Like, what was that about? Right. But When you lost to an Army team that's not as good as last year's Army team, or didn't lose to it, but, like, you went to, what, double overtime right. against Could, I was an Army say, team that, you know. Yeah, an Army team that's going to lose the Navy in a couple weeks, so. Uh, it kind of looks that way, <laughs> but we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I can hope. I can hope. Got to get back in that W column. <sighs> I mean, yeah, so, it's been a few years. So. It has, yeah. I mean, it had been like 16 years straight <laughs> before the last three. Okay, so. yeah. Well, we didn't have to go that far. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm just picking out the stats that support what I want to say. Yeah. All right. So. Well, Will Levis is in. So, yeah. Sean Clifford, did you see what happened? I, I, it, I missed it. It looked like his leg because they put him on the bike over okay. on the side. So, because they put probably him on the tweak. bike. Yeah. So, like, he's probably okay. Um, but I think he had fumbled the snap. Oh, and it was then, an attempted recovery. And then, well, no, and he recovered it, but was like scrambling, and that's what he got the ball off the left Fryermuth, I think. But I think we jumped. I think that was a false start. But never. Don't think they called it. We'll take it. Yeah. First down. <laughs> There's yeah. still hope. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> hey, let's just anything let's that just can try happen. Try down and get a score. Try yeah, down and get don't a score. get shut out. That's the worst. That would be the worst. Okay, but let's get back to the expectations things because okay. I think we talked about Penn State on one of our shows in like July. Yeah, we, and we went through it, and what we said, we both I think expect them at nine and three. I think so. And even if they lose this game, they still have a chance, and most likely will be. If they're not, then we've got issues. Ten like, and two. Like, let, right. Yeah, and I, I think I told you this, and I, I saw it somewhere. I obviously didn't do the research on this, but it, Penn State has a really good chance to get to 10 wins again this season, all right? So they should win 10, get to 10 next week. And when they do that, they should, um, you know, they should obviously already be there. If they don't get to 10 this week or next week, um. Yeah, I'd love for them to get there this week. I don't think if it's they don't happen. get there next week. If they don't get there next week, there's big problems. And 
But I look at it this way. In terms of getting to 10 wins, the bowl game should be more winnable if they lose. <laughs> like, they could, true. in theory, still get to 10. Right. Yeah. However, the, the firestorm that would be ensue on a Rutgers loss would, would create lots of havoc. So it, it would be tough. However, they're on the verge of winning 10 games. Not, I'm not saying this week. But, again, looking at macro, they're on the verge of winning 10 games for the third time or 10 or more for the third time in f- four years hasn't happened in nearly 40 years. Right. Like I know er- perspective. Right now there's a little bit different. I think most of those game, most of those seasons were 11 with 12 being the bowl game. Well, I guess that's yeah. And now we play 12, 12 to 14 with the bowl. depending right, on yeah. the big 10 championship. So like, I know there's an extra one there, but like, okay, you want to count the extra, but I think what one of the years Penn state had 11. So like it, you know, it, it is perspective. Yet at the same time, oh, Penn State just scored a touchdown. Yeah, it's going to be under review. Oh, fantastic. Sorry, I pulled up Twitter to retweet this video onto my Wilson coach account, and I saw Rich Garcella, Brown touchdown under review. Oh, <laughs> That's yeah. why I was pointing. I was like, hey, yeah. it's going to happen. We're going to see it. Because we're streaming the game here in the studio. In the, uh, but in the studio, just like, so. did he get in in time? Okay, so it still should be first and goal. And I think he's. I got think it. he was in. I think he was in. But it's John O'Neill. John O'Neill though, is so going to spot the It'll be a fifteen-yard penalty. So fifteen-yard penalty, and it'll say it's fourth right. down. So you, you you never know what's going on. In his now, mind. to be to their credit, John O'Neill did get the correct call on the Justin Fields fumble into the end zone. So like, I was stunned. I was stunned when amazing that, happened, that they knew that. However, and again, it's not like I understand. It's not how vision works. But again, I'm going to substitute reality. Down there. He's in. That ball has to be across the goal line. Here we go. go. That's a touchdown. There's no way they're giving him a touchdown on that. Did they call on the field, though? Yes, but they ruled Pat Fryermuth was in for a touchdown on the field back at Iowa. It would literally be on the one centimeter line. Right. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on. but They're going to they're gonna get at the one centimeter line and fumble the snap. Or get holding calls. Here we go. Here we go. Stands. Touchdown. There goes the shutout. Hey, we covered. Hooray. Not that that means anything. I don't bet on sports. So, (laughs) But, hey. Just, it looks good. Optics, right? right? right. All about optics. Maybe let's get Journey Brown the ball some more. You know, two back-to-back 100-yard games, and now he scores the touchdown here, but we'll see. But anyway, back to the expectations. So, so, well, we both said In the grand scheme of things... Okay, let's just for the sake of the discussion, let's assume a loss today and let's assume a win next week. So 10 and 2 regular season, which is one game better than we both expected. Right. And possibly a New Year's Six bowl depending on how things shake out. Right. Um especially especially if they can if they can keep this game close. close. I say close. If they can cover in this game, if they lose by two touchdowns, I think that would be enough. I think they need to keep it to 10 or less. Because I don't see – yeah, but here's the thing. I don't – I think Ohio State is going to win next week against Michigan. I think that's going to be a good game, though. I think that's going to be a really good game. Where is it? It's in Michigan. Mm-hmm. So I think that's going to be a good game. But I think they blow the doors off of anyone they play in the Big Ten Championship game. See, and I- so – it would be a two-loss Minnesota with getting a blowout loss to Ohio State. Wait, why would it be a two-loss Minnesota? Oh, you mean for the New Year Six stuff? Right, for the New Year Six. Like, so I'm looking. They're, you know, they got to beat Wisconsin next week. Minnesota. No, no, no. I know. Like, and so or or Wisconsin already has two losses. One of them to one Ohio, Ohio State. State, a blowout, and they lost I, to I, Indiana. They're not right? gonna. They Wisconsin. lost to Illinois. Wisconsin lost to Illinois. Yeah. Oh yeah, Lovey Smith. Right. Yeah. The yeah. day we beat Michigan. Was it? Yeah, yeah. But like, so you look back. I like. I don't think either of those teams gets a New Year's Six above Penn State. Now, I'm not saying that. Like, there's other stuff that would have to happen, but I, I don't think it's out of the question if they can keep this game close. So, like, that would be unbelievable. You know what I mean? Like, that would be incredible, based on the grand scheme of things. Like, again, it, in beginning of August, if you would have said this team's going 10 and two and, go, and has a chance to be in a new year six game, well, right, I would have been like, Oh my gosh, everyone thinks this but, team is a year early. Right. Like they're right. not losing which, much which, next yeah, year. Yeah. But there's, yeah, I start to worry about some of that. Cause I think what if the weapons do leave? Cause KJ is a red shirt sophomore. I think, I think he can leave. 
and um, Fryermuth is not. He is a yeah. True what's sophomore. Good, what's with that? He did. He did he, a military school or something. Well, he he went to he did a post grad year. So he basically he's a year removed from. So it's like how the Hill School and all those schools have that post grad. Like they have that night that. It's basically Grade like a, thirteen. Yeah, essentially. And I never. I oh yeah, never and heard all of these it. private schools up in New England have it as well. And that's what he did. He basically he basically redshirted in high school. Huh. So he he is did a. He, so did he not play football that year? No, he did because all those private schools up there are, allow it. Like that's fine. Like that's what they do. So the reason I the only reason I'm aware of this stuff is because when I when I coached water polo mm-hmm. and we would go to Greenwich for yeah. tournaments, they would have like, two separate n- tournaments because oh. we aren't allowed to play teams that have that guys have that post grads right nineteen or older. Right? Now if they're right if they're a legit senior in high school we're allowed to play them, um, but we can't play like just true post or like true post grads yeah the kids who are like in that in between year well they would have like two separate tournaments because all the other schools can play whoever they want but like we can't because it was like a state sanctioned sport for us like and up there it is but like that's how all the private schools up there are so they just include it because i distinctly remember the first time i ever went up there one of the coaches came up to our our head coach this is my first year coaching so it was not our our friend Adam, um, and goes, Hey, two of my guys are postgrads, so they have to sit. So I want you to sit two of your starters at any time, too. And like, no, he was like, No, that's not our problem. Oh, fumble, yes, Lamont Wade. Oh, all right, we'll take that, punch it in right now. Then it gets interesting, and and I love it because who fumbled. He, I, I th- it might have been the quarterback run. I couldn't really see. It was kind of like a madhouse. So Justin Fields, J.K. No, it was Dobbins has it. Right. Oh, good. And that, Parsons that, forced it. Right. Oh my gosh. And Fields couldn't recover it. Oh, how sweet it is. Yep. How sweet it is. Yes. Yes. Star yes, running yes. back, f- forced fumble by your. Probably, maybe best overall all around defensive player. Someone we saw play for four years. Yeah, in high school, man. And now you have the ball on. inside the fifteen. Punch it in. Or give it touchdown. To your, give it to your tight end. Gonna... No, he wasn't in. At what no. point was he down before? <laughs> Yeah, show the sideline replay. Show the sideline replay. Don't. Why would you show it from behind? How is that going to help us? Thread the needle. I think he was down. All right, it was close. Touchdown! Touchdown! Woo! Will Levis. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! See, so changed expectations. <laughs> right. Talk about micro <laughs> sitting here. Micro analysis. <laughs> Sitting here thinking, oh, well, let's just keep it close. Let's keep it close. And now they've reeled me back in. Now, see, this is the best part now is if you're watching any other college game, now they're breaking in and be like, hold on. Let's right, go right, right. Head back to the horseshoe now. It's 21 14. That's the best. That's right. the best. So, oh. all right, let's not get our hopes up because we were just talking about. Well, let's get back to the overall expectation. So you and I both those said nine and three. I don't remember if we picked the bowl game or if we picked them to win or not. I feel like one of us said nine and three bowl loss. One of us said nine and three bowl win. Right. Yeah. Um, at this point, I think I might have said bowl loss because I feel like I, I feel like I think nine and three was above what I really kind of thought they would be yeah, so I like i thought they four at I, one time right so i'm not sure like you know like i feel like it would well it would just be interesting but i yes expectations change though because they went to nine and oh or no they went to eight no right yeah they went to eight no going into the bye um and then you know they're going to minnesota and minnesota has a really good team they they do, but they were unproven, and Penn State played probably their worst game of the year. Like they've had some bad halves, um, like the first half against Buffalo was was bad. Um, 
you know, like they've had some games where they just didn't put it all together. I feel like that's the story of the season is just not putting together a full game. Um, and yet they've had, you know, they were able to still be successful, but it's like, I, we talk about this all the time. Like we talk about this in our other show a lot and all kinds of things. There's lots of things that don't matter when you're playing a, when you're playing an inferior opponent. Right. Right. I shouldn't say don't matter, but like can be overcome rather easily. Like when you're playing Buffalo and you're playing terrible in the first half and it didn't matter because you blew the doors off them like in the second half, you know, or Purdue where you blow the doors off them on the first half and then you just fall into a rut, which again, that happens at all levels. But like, you know, you got to work through that and kind of stay, you know, stay on it. But again, didn't matter because you were able to, to make it. it happen. You had better talent, but like when you're playing Minnesota, who who's good? They're they're not. They beat us. Head they head. beat us. So I'm not really like, much we can I, say. About right, that. I believe we're the better team. They have Just the proof. Right, it's one of those things where like if you play them ten times, they win three or four. Yeah, I think I, is I think, reasonable. Right, right, and that was and it also comes into play home and away. Right. Do I think we lose that game at home? No. Probably not. Which, which, by the way, I I already thought I'm like, man, next year's home slate is pretty interesting because you get Ohio State at home, you get Michigan State at home, which Iowa would take, or is there a rotation? I think Iowa will be at home, and maybe Minnesota at home too. See, I, like. like College, I don't know. Is it different is, it is weird. Big Ten doesn't operate on it every other, right? It's like a three, four yeah, year it's cycle. Weird. So or something. I don't know exactly what it'll be, but I'm just going to pull it up right here, see what it says. Because those are obviously those have been well established for a while now. Right. Um, now they're just showing, they're showing the block kick return. <laughs> Gosh. So you posted that side by side this week. And you were like, you were at the one on the left, and I was at the one on the right. Yeah. And like both those were insane moments. Hmm. I'm trying to pull this up here. Is there, yeah. Oh, coming soon. Oh, sure. SEC's done. Yeah, they should have. No, they that yeah. that's like a week to week thing. I think I'm just trying to find the the individual ones. So, um, see if it pops up here. There's 2021, and there it is. I know we're. I think we're at Virginia Tech next year, too. In our in our non conference. Yep. Oh, tell Fernsler. So yeah, Kent State's there because we were supposed to play San Jose State or something like that. They dropped us just in like a month ago. Oh, really? They dropped I didn't us. realize yeah. that. Yeah, we were supposed to play San Jose State or someone oh, like that. Oh, so next year's the year we're at Virginia Tech. Yeah. I so forgot about that. Virginia Tech, which means we get Virginia Tech in two years. Yeah. And then oh, no, after San that, Jose State's right there. Oh, then I'm trying to Toledo? Think. We Someone dropped us, okay. and, and that's where we got Kent State on there. Um, so we host Kent State, go to Virginia Tech, host San Jose State. It might have been like San Diego uh, so State. They, they must like be doing some kind of rotation because we got Northwestern, and we didn't play them this year. So it must be a new cycle. Yeah, so we're going to yeah. lose someone like Indiana or Purdue or probably. So um, three of the first four at home at Michigan already week five. Right, but you only have three home games through the middle of October because of the bye. Right, at Michigan, then a bye. Then you host Iowa, host Ohio State. Yeah, so State. Minnesota isn't on this on this No. Go to Indiana, go to Nebraska, host Michigan State, host Maryland. Oh, my gosh. Play at they fumbled again. Oh, my gosh. Well, that that's a pile. Yeah. See, I could just pull up oh, Twitter and, and they say he was down. Yeah, I think he's going to be down. They're pointing. Yeah, they're pointing. Penn State has the ball. Parsons has the ball. But the text I'm getting says it's going to be reversed, and then someone else said no way. So I don't. Fields might be down. Here we go. I think he might have been down. Right. Now, if they ruled it a fumble, but. Well, and their quarterback depth has been questioned because their backup transferred. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Uh, 
Can you zoom in, Fox? Like zoom in. See, I think I think he's down. I think it was down before it started to come out. Right. I'll but take hey, it. I'll keep take ripping it. it. Get right. inside their head. Well, yeah, yeah. And he's been shaking his hand now. <laughs> Someone goes prior esque even. How about that year, man? Two thousand. When he was crying on the sideline. Yeah. That was my Facebook profile photo for, until the Phillies won the World Series. I saw, I saw someone. I saw someone say they were like, it, and it, I don't know. They were like, imagine if if uh, Pitt would have gotten if Wanstat would have gotten uh, Ty- Terrell Pryor. I'm like, I don't think that would have ever happened. Like, do you want me to ruin it? Yeah, tell me. Play stands, Penn State ball. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <sighs> they must. They must say that his his hand and ball I, are coming away right, before I'm he's guessing down. Maybe you. It was ruled a fumble, and like, can you tell me it's not? Can you tell me it's not? Like, if you go by how that works. Wow. Hey, John O'Neill taketh, John O'Neill giveth. Right? Like, I put it in that order because he. <laughs> hey, let. I don't think that it, that's how it will work, but. Imagine if John O'Neill made up for all the for all the all transgressions, the transgressions since what twenty twelve? Right. What if he gives them all to us here, like in in the remaining twenty some minutes of of this game? And if it mattered, that would be incredible. I'd take it. Oh, he's gonna get booed <laughs> so badly. See what I what I like about this now, though, is people are going wow. to. People are going to, like, start to, like, it's not just Penn State people now that are going to be jumping on the John right. O'Neill's terrible bandwagon. Well, but we've known all this. This isn't anything new. Right. So. Welcome aboard, <laughs> welcome, <my laughs> Welcome to the John O'Neill hate train, baby. I mean, Penn State's always going to be the driver on that. But, right, you know, if right. anyone else wants to jump on board, that's fine. So, based on this, then, we pick up Northwestern and Nebraska and lose Minnesota who else do we? Who else do? We, oh, in Purdue, right? We lose Minnesota and Purdue, right? And we pick up Indiana and Nebraska for twenty for twenty twenty. Yeah. So, and we're at Nebraska, right? Is that what, yeah, yeah. So, all right. Uh, so, Andy, your mortal enemies, then. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we'll have them on the show that week. I hope. I hope they just continue doing Nebraska things. What and, is this? We open. Yes. At, at Wisconsin, Wisconsin in 2021. Yes, yes. And, and we have Auburn. And we host Auburn. Yes. And Villanova. And Villanova. All right. Wow. Okay. That's an interesting schedule in 2021. Yeah. And then, well, they're on. They must rotate. Like Illinois, Illinois is already on. Is right. back on the schedule. Right. Like, right. where does that come from? Then we play Michigan and Ohio State back to back. Yes. The like. Yeah. And, and that's like a three game thing because we play Michigan. Then we play Ohio State, and then and the next week, Ohio other. State will play Michigan. <laughs> wow. Wow. I love how they're keeping that Rutgers game the last game for us. Like, Hey, that's fine. Yeah. Rolling into Thanksgiving or uh, December, just yeah. riding high. First down. So this has become interesting. By interesting, um, if you mean my hands are sweaty now. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> so my cousin Nick's texting me. He first sent me the the uh, the uh, like big eye emoji, and then he goes, "Need emoji with larger eyes." <laughs> After the second fumble, and I told him, "I was like, we're broadcasting right now." He's like, "Just scream into the mic. It's good radio." <laughs> yes, oh, this has gosh. been it's been great radio as we are just uh, watching TV as we are as we were broadcasting, but pretty much anyone that is probably watching this is interested in Penn State football. Yeah. If you're listening to it after the fact, hopefully if this you, turns out really good for say, Penn State. If you weren't, if you weren't, aren't, you probably tuned out. Yeah, you probably <laughs> don't care whatsoever. You're just like, yeah, I'm done. I'm done. Oh, my gosh. Um, so we'll come back to Penn State here at the end, depending on how things go. But let's. I do want to touch on oh, NFL Week 12 here. Um since we, we were happy to get back and discuss pro football last week, we have week 12 on deck. Most of the teams have played, or maybe every game has played, team has played 10 games. Um, most teams now will be playing their 11th. There's a, a few teams on bye, and I believe this is the last week for the byes. So we get a full slate next week for Thanksgiving. Of course, we have three Thanksgiving Day and uh, 
All 16 teams will be in action, though, in week 13. But here for week 12, uh, everything's going to start off with... Wait, is there is there a Thursday night game? Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a Thursday night game, right? Oh, it already played. That's why it's not listed here. <laughs> the... Let's see. Yeah, because it was the Houston-Indianapolis game. All right. So the Texans beat the Colts Thursday night. Um, You and I have an interesting dynamic going there because you had DeAndre Hopkins and I had Deshaun Watson. So I was happy that I was getting touchdowns. In in your fantasy league, that is... Screams parody this year. Yeah. Everyone but one team is either 6-5 and or 5-6, and I think. Or I think two. Right. Oh, all but two. Oh, right. a because, Terry seven and right. four. There's a seven so, and four. There are five n- teams at six and five, and then there's two more. Nine of the ten oh teams. Gosh. We just went backwards on, like so. Nine of the ten teams are within two games of each other. Seven and four to five and six. Nine of the ten, and then I think Greg is, um, yes, three and seven or something, something like that. that. Yeah. Um, so sorry, Greg, but. I have Deshaun Watson. You have DeAndre Hopkins. So I was happy Deshaun Watson was getting touchdowns. I just wish at least one of them wasn't to DeAndre Hopkins. But I also benefited, and I picked up Jonathan Williams and played him despite people saying that Wilkins was going to get majority of the carries or they were going to split it. I was like, I got to roll with it. I have so many guys injured right now because I have Schuster, Connor, um, Mack, and I, had, and I had Andrew Luck to be started. Like, yeah. So I just had guys that were just not playing, especially uh, this week. So I picked up Jonathan Williams, and he had a great night. Uh, but the Texans did end up beating the Colts 20-17, and that was a huge, huge game in the AFC South. That is an interesting le- division. I don't know that I can say that it's the best division because I don't know if any of those teams are great. Right. But it's a fun division because even at times Jacksonville – looks like they belong right. in that division. They're probably the worst of the four, but you know, it's Houston and then right there's Indy and Tennessee. And Tennessee, I think, of the group has maybe the easiest schedule the rest of the way. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see yes. uh how that plays out. But for now Houston's on top after their win over the Colts Thursday night, twenty to seventeen. So the rest of NFL week twelve, uh we got your team hosting the Seahawks. This is I don't want to say it's a must win, but it's pretty important for them to win this game. Oh, if it's not, they have to win out. Yeah. Like, which, again, you look at the schedule and it would say, oh, it's a possibility. But if you're a team that's sitting at five and six, what makes you think you're going to run off five in a row? You know what I mean? Like, so if they win this game and go to six and five, and then they've got. You can give you up know, one right, and still get the 10 wins. You can go four wins. and one and still get the 10 wins. The problem is, if you look at the race in the NFC right now, it's I don't. You ha, Eagles are going to have NFC East winner is going to have to win the division to get in. Yes, obviously. That yeah, there's winner. no. I don't think there's don't any think there's way a wild, wild card's card getting there. in there. Right, unless the team just drops off. You right, know, like, but um, we'll have to wait and see. So you know. Smarts say take the Seahawks. They're eight and two, but yeah. there's and just something about this game. Russell Wilson has never lost to the Eagles. If, you can throw all you want at me. There's just something about this game that says don't count the Eagles out. So, um, you know, we'll see what happens being I, in Philadelphia. I hope you are right. In an early game. Like, I hope you're right. But, like, I, I have. This is – I just – I haven't seen it from the Eagles when they've needed it this year. Um, you know, like last week, don't get me wrong. It would have been really tough. Shaka Tony just got hurt. Oh, gosh. It would have been tough, but, like, Nelson Aguilar needs to make that play at the end of the game. That's two game winning slash tying scores that he has dropped in the end zone. I, you know. Bringing I, back that great meme of the guy rescuing the kids in the fire. Yeah, like, and I know people are like, oh, you're hard on him. And, like, he, you know, it would have been an amazing catch. Yes, it would have been an amazing catch. You know why? Because he didn't catch, he didn't like pick up where the ball was until it was already behind him. Last I like, last I checked, he's a professional. And that's what he's paid to do. Right. So. Like he overran the ball. So he, I don't want to hear like, oh, he would have. He had to reach behind him. Yeah, he had to reach behind him because he overran it. He he ran a poor route. Right. He didn't make the necessary reads. Right. So we'll we'll see what happens. Seahawks Eagles Sunday afternoon. Also Sunday afternoon. One of the worst teams in the NFL, the Redskins, host the Lions, who at times it looked like a pretty good team in like the, the NFC first North. Month of season. Things have fallen off for them. Matthew Stafford out again. 
I still I would expect the Lions to win this game because even without Stafford, they've been they've been a tough out. They they took the Cowboys to the wire last week. Yeah. They should be all over the Redskins, who are going to continue to going to try to find out if Dwayne Haskins, speaking of Ohio State, is the guy for well, Washington. Maybe, maybe the Redskins will hire Ryan Day. <laughs> uh, or also, the Browns or anyone, anyone, anyone in the NFL should hire Ryan Day. I think you would agree. Yes, even yeah, the Dolphins. Sure, no, 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 no. The no. Dolphins. I like we talked Brian, about that I'm, on I'm last week's show. I'm a Brian Flores supporter. We talked about so. that on last week's show. Brian Flores has earned his like man. He's gonna get it done, and it might take until his third year, you know, in charge. But once Chris Greer uh, and Flores get everything together and work these next two drafts and two two years of free agency, I, I think they can be something in 2021. So we'll, we'll see how it works out. The um, one of the other surprise teams in the NFL this year, the Oakland Raiders, sitting at yes. six and four. If they can get over this East Coast early so, game, win this, they have a showdown with the Chiefs. Yeah, next week in Week Thirteen. Yeah. So Raiders six and four, Jets three and seven. Not a great year for Adam Gase's debut in the Big Apple, but hey, that's fine with me. He's been terrible, and and a lot of times it's been brought up. Like you look back. He had one good year, and it was when Peyton Manning was his quarterback. Yeah, and he was an offensive coordinator at the time. He wasn't even a head coach. But Panthers at Saints Sunday afternoon as well. Five and five Panthers, eight and two Saints. Saints bounced back last week after a surprising loss to the Falcons in Week Ten. Panthers though they caught the Falcons at the wrong time apparently, and they fell to five hundred after the loss to Atlanta last week. Carolina has not looked good the last uh, month of the season after right. uh, overcoming the injury to Cam Newton and kind of almost playing better without him. Right. They've come back to earth now, and it'll be interesting to see how things go with the Panthers the rest of the year. Uh, my Miami Dolphins traveled to Cleveland to take on the disappointing Cleveland Browns. Honestly, this is a game that I think Miami can win. I think, no, I agree. I, I mean, I don't think they will or that they should. I think they can. Right. I mean, people will say, well, that's probably true every week. Yeah, you might be right, but I think – um, at this point of the season, looking at it, Miami may not have a ton of talent, as has been, you know, talked about a lot in in the, the media. The and uh, but the guys they finally have there now, as things have gone through and clicked after ten games, they had a rough time against the Bills last week. Yeah, but. Buffalo is the second best team in the AFC East. They're going to make the playoffs yep. most likely. They do have a tough schedule, but. Miami still was able to do things that they weren't able to do at the beginning of the year. Cleveland is struggling right now. They've got off-the-field issues hanging all over, which, man, we could get into that stuff because that has been ridiculous over the last 10 days. But I think Miami can go to Cleveland and just completely take all of the wind out of their sails with a victory there because Cleveland, I think, at worst, is expecting to be 6-4 and four here, maybe even better than that. Oh, and yeah. they're sitting they, at they four have, and six. They have grossly underachieved. And a loss to Miami, I think. Could do Oof. you think that could get Freddie Kitchens fired without even finishing yes. an entire first season? Yes. Well, we'll see. Steelers, Bengals, Pittsburgh underachieving this year, but they have been dealing with a ton of injuries. They play the Bengals, who haven't won a game yet, and are have the inside track to the number one pick. They will surely be drafting a quarterback. This game's at Cincinnati. I can't see how there's any way that the Bengals win this game, even with Pittsburgh suffering so many injuries and most likely without uh, Connor in addition to Juju Smith-Schuster right. and obviously Ben Roethlisberger. But the Steelers' defense, other than the weird meltdown against the Browns last week, has been playing very well this year. Uh, T.J. Watt has been outstanding. I, I just don't see how the Steelers don't win this, this Sunday afternoon game. Another disappointing team this year, the Bears. <sighs> Now they host the two and eight Giants. Chicago needs to win this game if they want any chance at climbing out of the basement and either making it as a wild card or somehow right. um, barring a Packers and Vikings they're, meltdown. They're sitting third in their division right now. Right, right? they're only, like, and they're only what a half game in front of Detroit. Right. So who Detroit is going against Washington? So. Right. So Chicago loses. They now drop to fourth. Right. So. Um, I would expect the Bears to win this. I think they're a better all, overall team. They have a better defense. But the Giants, underdogs, they've 
played better on the road. At least they had when Eli Manning was the quarterback. Daniel Jones has been hit or miss, but you know he's a rookie. Right. They still do have Saquon Barkley, who did not have a good game last week. He'll look to rebound, and I expect him to do so. So I think that's a sneaky, sneaky game for the Bears. Uh, they can't overlook the 2-8 and eight Giants. No, I agree. We just talked about the Bills being may- maybe somewhat of a surprise this year. They're sitting at 7-3. and three. They host the Broncos. Denver gave the Vikings all kinds of fits last week before um, collapsing. Denver, just not a very good football team. Buffalo should win this one easy, you would think. And with the games that are on the horizon, they need to uh, and get this win. They get to 8-3 and three, uh, with five weeks to go. And they would... Uh, they would almost be, you would think, would be guaranteed double-digit wins. Yeah. Um, and I think they're off to their best start in 20 years. So Yeah, we've seen them get off to a couple like early hot starts and then fall off quickly. Yeah, I think um, a, few, a few years ago they went like 4-0 or right, something and right. finished the season like 7-9. and Right. You know? So it's, it's here. And this Buffalo team, like that defense is for real. Um, but, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, what what you missed in that time was Will, it was a bad snap. Will Levis got sacked at the one. They reviewed oh, it, did not give a, Chase Young the safety, which it wasn't. But okay. um, then they just ran on third there. And that was a flag. Um, False start. So Buccaneers-Falcons. How about we don't just put a single tackle out there to try and block Chase Young? Like, <laughs> right. Buccaneers-Falcons, both teams 3-7, and seven, but Atlanta has won two in a row and is trending the right direction, whereas Tampa Bay is just kind of middling. And, you know, they play really well some weeks, and then they play really bad This is a perfect example week. of the game where the winner loses. Right? Yeah, because like, neither team is making the playoffs. Right, but you're you're hurting your draft stock here. But Atlanta may be playing for Dan Quinn's job. So if True. they like Dan True. Quinn, I guess they want to keep winning. And Jameis Winston is... Playing for, playing for job. his, but yeah. he's probably not playing for his job in Tampa. I find it hard to believe he's in Tampa yeah. next year. So um, that's the last 1 o'clock game. I, with the way they're playing, I favor the Falcons in that one. Uh, just two evening games, Jacksonville at Tennessee. We mentioned how Tennessee uh, is is going to be sneaky in that AFC South. They have the easiest schedule of that group. Uh, they have to win this home game coming off of a bye and the high of beating the Chiefs two weeks ago. They need to dispatch the Jaguars here. Jacksonville did not look good last week uh, against the Colts. They got beat up pretty good. But, you know, again, there's they're a team that I, I wouldn't want to be playing if I needed a win uh, to continue uh the hopes of my season to continue in January and Tennessee absolutely needs this victory over to the Jaguars and a victory over Jacksonville probably knocks them out of the division race. I would think because mm-hmm. um, Tennessee would have two games up on them. Uh, but you never know that, that, that AFC South is very, very interesting. Yeah. This so game of the week, right? G- here. Game of the week. Um, Honestly, I, the Sunday night game to me is probably the game of the week. You're right. Um, you're right. But I know eyeballs in, and, in, and in op- NFC East in media optics yeah. and the narrative surrounding it. Dallas at New England is uh, a huge game. Dallas is six and four, lead the NFC East. New England nine and one, leading the AFC uh, and AFC East. Tom Brady jumped up on the injury report. Did you see that? Yeah, What's that about? There's zero. There's no way he doesn't he play that game. game. So, I mean, I expect the Patriots to win this game. Uh, they had that really bad game against Baltimore a couple weeks ago, but I don't think there's any indication that Dallas is on the same level as no. the Patriots. So I'd expect and New England Leighton to win Van this Rash game. And is out again. Um, they talked about, watch the running backs out of the backfield, just nickel and dime the Cowboys to death here. Um, I'm all for You're that, okay actually. with that yeah. for this week. <laughs> The game of the week, to me, is the Sunday night game. Green and Bay this, at San Francisco. Yeah. Packers 8-2, 49ers 9-1. It's in San Francisco. This has huge implications for NFC seeding, uh, if you're looking ahead oh, yeah. that much. Now, I believe San Francisco has a brutal schedule. Yeah. Um, you know, they played Seattle two weeks ago. They've got Green Bay this week. They have Seattle again coming up. I believe they in also Seattle have, on that second and I, I believe they also have. Is it like Minnesota? Maybe I think so. So San Francisco's got a tough stretch here. We're really going to find out if they are true and contenders. Green, Green Bay is interesting because they've looked great. They had a terrible loss um, to the Chargers. The Chargers, right? They lost to the Eagles on a Thursday night in Lambeau, where they had their shots, you know, but they didn't get it. Um, Probably a game they should have won, but they didn't. Um, 
But yeah, it, it's pretty interesting, and that that is going to be a heck of a game. And then honestly, the Monday night game is is a great game too, or looks like a big game too, because you have Baltimore like traveling out to L.A. Like the Rams could drop to six and five, and again, they're third in their division, and at risk. We met just mentioned like you look at the NFC, you've got Packers and Vikings. Well, one of those teams has to be a wild card, and you have. Um, Seahawks and Niners and right now one of those teams would have to be a wild card that would leave the Rams not in the playoffs so you know and it's hard to imagine if they go to six and five that they're going to win their division see that's the difference like if the Eagles find themselves at six and five after this weekend that would be incredible right like we we that would be great we talked about it you know going into the bye if they win two out of their next three that would be great because they had um well, I guess going into the bye, they had Bears, bye, Patriots, and then uh, Seahawks. And they had to win two of the three. They beat the Bears, had the bye, lost to the Patriots. Now, to get to that two and three over that stretch, you have to you have to beat um, you have to beat the Seahawks now. You know, you gotta win your home games. That's yeah. what it comes down to. They lost one last week, but but they you, also stole one from Green Bay. So. Right. If you want to be a, a playoff team, you, you, this is a game you got to win. Right. And that being the long way to say, like, if but if the Seahawks win, then the Rams could be in trouble. You know, like because yeah. So they're really interested in that Niners and LA game. You know. Yeah. This just, is. I mean, like separate games because I, they they need them to. Baltimore has you know. been the better team all year. I just I feel like the Rams at some point, even if it's not for the whole season, I feel like the Rams need to click because they're better than this. They they've been better than this the last couple yeah. of years. So it's a little bit of a surprise that they're six and four, but Baltimore. I mean, I have to give the benefit of the doubt to Baltimore and ride with the hot hand of Lamar Jackson and uh, and th- that defense, which has always been suffocating. And and what they did to the Patriots two weeks ago is still fresh on my mind. What they did to Houston last week right. is still there as well. So right. you know, it'll be interesting. Uh, another great week of NFL action coming this way uh, tomorrow, and. Uh, you know we're uh, we're gonna sign off here in a few minutes, but I do want to uh, talk briefly here about an incredible game happening in Kutztown right All now. Right. Uh, the game is inside a minute in the fourth quarter, and the Golden Bears were trailing number nineteen Tiffin thirty-one to twenty-seven. Then they got a huge, huge play to the Tiffin six. This is. Division three, right. Division uh, two. excuse me, Division two, right. um, FCS level playoffs. Kutztown is the 17 seed hosting this night game against number 19 Tiffin. Um, it's been back and forth the entire game, and it's interesting, interesting to us here not only because Kutztown's so close, and we know people that have gone to Kutztown, yeah, <laughs> um, but they also have a, a former Wilson player is a, a pretty big contributor for them on offense and special teams. And, uh, you know, we want to see them continue to do, do well. So, uh, Kutztown has the ball at the Tiffin six, first and goal with 53 seconds to play down four. Um, and I know Mike Drago from the Red Eagle is there for that game. Uh, so we'll see if we get, uh, any update here shortly. Ah, they scored a 70, Five-yard scoring drive in four plays. Took 44 seconds. The extra point is pending. So Kutztown's up 33-31, to 31, but they blocked another kick. So Tiffin will receive the kickoff and need just a field goal to win because yet another kick was blocked in this game. So um, you don't want to know what's about to happen. Touchdown. Yeah. So Ohio State, I mean, if you're watching actually on broadcast cable, you're going to see Ohio State score. So we're going to see that happen here in the next play or two. Uh, It's apparently a great catch by Olave. So uh, defense getting beat up here after a few um, mistakes by Ohio State. Well, I mean, really, Penn State forced those mistakes, though. Like, they weren't gifted to them. They forced them themselves. Um, They also took a field goal when they needed a touchdown. Um so I'm guessing it's going to be the next play. So yeah. uh, Ohio State's up now with the extra point, 28 to 17, in early in the fourth quarter. So we'll see if they can make anything happen when they get the ball back. They they, they really need the score on this drive um, with any chance to. Uh, well, I mean, hey, look at the way the last two years ended. 
Matt, that would be how great would that be to uh, to do that to them after they did it to us two years in a row? Yeah. So we'll see what happens, but you know they. I mean, as long as it, nothing self destructs here in the fourth quarter, they they hung in there. You know, right. they 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 did their best on the road. Although at one point I had heard that three key offensive players weren't playing, and all three have played. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Hamler playing, Kane playing, Mennett playing, although he did just go off to the medical tent. Oh. But all three were playing, so I'm not really sure where all that information was coming from, especially the Mennett stuff. Like, the Hamler and Kane stuff, they had been questionable for a while because right, they right. both left last week's game. Right, right. Um, or Kane hasn't played in a couple weeks or has been questionable for a few weeks. So those two weren't a surprise, but the Mennett thing came up and they were just saying, like, he wasn't going to play and, like, no one ever, no one official ever said anything. Right. And he's been he has been playing the game, so I don't know, but yep. So we'll see what happens here at the end of the Penn State Ohio State game here on November twenty third, twenty nineteen. Hopefully, uh, Penn State can at least keep it close here. Maybe the offense will get something going, and uh, they can make it a ball game in the fourth quarter, as it's been I the mean, last three years. To be honest, and like you said, hopefully they can avoid the wheels falling off here in the fourth. Um, but at the same time, like. Again, the first half was uninspired, but it wasn't like they were just terrible. You know, like they moved the ball. Like I said, they moved the ball a little bit early on, just couldn't get on the board. But, you know, it's one of those things where I don't really know what. Well, the problem is like. Like I watch this team like today and I'm like, there's nothing happening today that I'm like, oh, like where's this coming from? You know what I mean? In terms of a problem, like. Well, that's kind of what it was though at Minnesota because the defense had been playing so well all year for them to get right. torched like that. That was kind of like, oh, okay, right. what's going on? Right. And you can and no one can be like, well, you didn't play anyone because that wasn't true, right? And that and see and that's like what I'm getting. At. Like there, it's like, where's where's this coming from? You know, like how are we just letting guys go unguarded straight down the field for touchdowns? Like that can't happen. You know, today it's like. When Ohio State's doing it, they're just making plays. You know, like they're making plays and we're not. Now, there was a stretch there, obviously, in the third quarter where Penn State was making the plays. And I'm glad to see that they fought back because we know it can get out of hand in a hurry. And there's still like, what, 13 minutes left? Yeah, 13. It, it could get out of hand here. But, but they have to answer. They, they have to they stop do. the Ohio State momentum and they need to answer and on this drive. I would, I would love to see them, you know, fight here, you know, finish out strong here. And even if they can't come all the way back, like, again, I, I – I know we're not talk. We don't want to talk about moral victories, but again, when you look at it, I think in in the big picture, it's a team that isn't like. While there are deficiencies and things they need to get better at, it's not all doom and gloom. You know what I mean? Like, and I think that's that's tough to do when you just give up. And that was a ridiculous catch by Alave. That was a great catch, um, but you know it. it I hate the, chan- the Buckeyes. The chance to go 10-2. and two. Let me tell you, my friend, sitting in the student section there is a real blast as Anthony Morelli throws two pick sixes in a oh, game dude. you should have won. I was, I th- like, and the, talk about defense playing well. Offense was awful. Offense awful. gave up three? At least two. I mean, yeah. obviously. Yeah. I think they might have given up three, though. They might have. There might have been a special teams in that. I don't even know. But, Is like, that- yeah. It was, was that 07? Yeah, 06? probably. So I was at home, but I went out and drove, stopped at Pittsburgh I was in, and I was by. living in Indiana, I'm thinking. Yeah, it was not fun. And it rained. Because then 08 was Daryl Clark. Right. And I was not at that one. Yeah. Wait, I'm trying to think. No, I don't think I was at that one. Maybe that was 06 then. Oh, it would have been 06. It had to be 06. It was fall of 06. It had to be 06. I was at Penn State. I was a senior. I was like, right. Yes. Because you were at the Duquesne. You you jetted over. I was out. So I went to Duquesne and met up with friends and and went back. Right. right, Yeah. So, all right. Well. Oh, oh my goodness. That should have been picked. (laughs) I don't know how it wasn't. (laughs) Good thing it wasn't. (laughs) KJ Hamler. Thank you. Is Levis still in or is Clifford back? I think it was Levis. Yeah. I well, see rolls this out, here. Like, I thought it was picked for sure. Like he just like <laughs> wow yeah how is it not picked? I, he must not have seen it because like he never really got his arms up for it. I guess good. But, which well, I, I already, understand. Like if you're trying to if you're running with KJ Hamler, like I understand how you may not know where the ball is at all times. Like I I get that. 
already flipped the field. Like you already know that you're going to pin them inside the 20. Like unless you turn it over, right. this should be pinned inside unless you go right. for it on fourth down, I guess. Right. But yeah. I so. look for like, you know, obviously I would want a Penn State touchdown here, but like even if you can get a field goal, you make it a one possession game again, you know, like. Yeah, you'll you'll settle for it, but you want you want no, to yeah, yeah, you want you want the touchdown. Cut up field, there you go. First down. How about Journey Brown <laughs> unseating uh, a former Almost. like five star five star recruit? Yeah, and uh, you know you got two and four hold, stars breathing and, down your neck right. for playing time. Who have done well? Like yeah, I feel like. Noah Kane until the injury and Devin Ford has has been solid. He's had his moments. And the thing with Devin Ford, he came in in the summer. He right. didn't enroll early. No, Noah, Noah Kane's been there. Yeah. But Journey Brown, small town Pennsylvania, Meadville, kid, right? Ran for seven hundred some yards in a and high school ten, game and ten touchdowns right. in one game. Right, right. Yeah, Did not you? a season, not no, a postseason. Seven hundred yards, a single in 10 game, game. A ten single touchdowns. Game. Wow, that's a pretty good senior year. That was one game. <laughs> that was one game. Yes. Uh, speedster, very, very good breakaway yeah. speed. Was so a track star. It's it's fun to see him really develop. There was a story. Did you read Audrey's story? I haven't read oh, it yet. Great. No, Did you but... see my tweet? I tweeted at her again. Yes, I was yes. Like, and that's what drew my attention. To you're it. the reason that like I subscribe to the Athletic, it's, and that's no disrespect. And I said this in my tweet. Right. This is no disrespect to Chris Perkins, who writes right. the Dolphin stuff, or um, Matt Gelb and. Um, Montemuro, uh, the Phillies writers. So we've we've uh, talked about this a number of times. Charlie O'Connor, the Flyers guy. We've talked about this a number of times. Like we don't really stump for a lot of other things like yeah. that. Like, and to be honest, in the other show we kind of do when we talk about the other high school football, like not the other, <laughs> not, the high school the football high school writers. Team, yeah, um, because they like they do an awesome job covering a sport that we like to follow, and like it's a lot of fun to watch. Um, and it's a lot of fun to follow and they provide great coverage. You know, you have so many choices for your coverage in for college and college and pro sports. The athletic is so worth it though. It, especially if you're a big time fan, because if you're a big time fan and you want in-depth coverage, you know, like the stories about the background stories on the players and things, it's just incredible. And it's a lot of fun. So I highly recommend. Yeah. It's like, it boils down to like, four dollars a month or something like that it's like not even fifty dollars a year um you know and that, and that maybe that sounds ridiculous to you but if you want good coverage you have to pay for it that's why right. newspapers and magazines are failing because right. people can get stuff online and their social media but if you want good writing both like statistical and analytical based and then also with the um you know the player pieces the coach pieces the athletics where to get it and if you're a penn state fan you just absolutely threw a, just threw a pick Tried to throw it in over a crowded middle, like jump pass style, and <sighs> like, yeah. No defense got to st- step up. Yeah. So yeah, but definitely uh, check out the athletic and get a free trial, and uh, and definitely read Audrey Snyder's stuff. Her Penn State coverage is is really really good. So, all right. Well, I think that's it here for episode two eighty six. We will be back in two Sundays. So not. To, well, really, technically three Sundays, but right. two two weeks and a day from now. Um, we're not here tomorrow. Busy. The next Sunday is the football banquet, so not going to be around. It got moved to the first, so um, you will hear from us on the 8th. So Sunday, December 8th, there will be a show. So we will cover week 14 of the NFL season, and a lot will have come uh, into focus that day. Um, the Dolphins will have, been, have beaten the Browns and the Eagles by that point. So, and we'll be uh, working for a three-game winning streak. To get that 15th overall draft pick. <laughs> God. I know. That's like me. I'm like, entering the year, I'm just like, just beat three teams this year. Go three and 13. So who's the other team they have the first rounder from this year? Is it's it the Steelers and the Texans. The uh, Steelers and Texans. Yeah. And, and their own? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Gosh, and they have two seconds, don't they? Yeah, and like th- two or three thirds, too. Right. Wow. And it's almost the same thing in 2021 right, as well. Right. They have two for they have Houston's first in that year, too. Right, right. So, yeah, that's pretty insane. So, you're rooting for those teams to fall off. <laughs> well, at, at one point, it looked like the Steelers were going to be at like 
three and right, 13 like it been and like now they've been winning. And I'm like, stop uh, winning. Uh, stop. Cause you're like two top five. How funny would it be like if that. the dolphins actual pick ends up being like the worst of the three picks? It's not, that'd, happen, that'd be great. Like, I don't think it's going to happen. But can you imagine like that? Would, yeah. That would still be good. Like, yeah. all right. All right. Well, thanks for joining us on episode 286 of the Joe Mays and JRF show. Uh, we'll be back in three Sundays, about two weeks from now for episode 287. Um, yeah, thanks for listening and see you later. Thanks for listening to the Joe Mays and JRAF show. Tune in every Sunday for the latest sports discussions from Joe and Justin. Each episode is available live on Facebook Live and can be downloaded or streamed on iTunes and SoundCloud. You can interact with Joe and Justin on Facebook and Twitter and stay up to date with the guys at JoeMaysAndJRAF.com. The Joe Mays and JRAF Show is part of the JMNJR Radio Network. For more info, visit jmnjrradio.com.